0: Hey yo.
1: What am I nearby? Bye bye! Bye bye! Are you kidding me? This is Mr. Six Foot Nine, L Cheech and Dre the Juiceman. You're listening to the Mars and Mike podcast. Let's start the show. 6'9", JT, back in this piece once again. And um, I'm with my homies, of course. We got L. Cheese. What's going on, homie? What's
2: going on, what's going on 6'9"? What's popping? What's up, Juice Man?
1: And, of course, we got Trey, the Juice Man. What's up, homie?
0: What up, what up? Shout out to all the Juice boxes. What's going on, big man? What's going on, Chiefs?' have a great show
1: yeah, I know. yeah, man. we gotta definitely have to try to have a good show, of course, a lot of crazy things went on this week uh, we cannot start the show without throwing out a rest in peace to shad Gaspard, um who lost his life uh going out at the beach and ended up getting drifted away in the waves lifeguards came to come save him uh and he said no don't save me save my son save my son first and they were able to get his son but uh, unfortunately after uh days of searching for him they ended up finding him washed up on the shore less than a mile away from where he went missing that. It's it's a tragic ending, man. I mean, that, that, that was the news that no one wanted to hear. I know everyone was optimistic. I mean, I was one of those people that was optimistic. I was hoping that they found him, you know, found him alive. But unfortunately, uh, he wasn't able to make it, but the man died a hero. He died a hero. He did, he, he did something. That every father out there, I'm not, I'm not a father yet, getting ready to be, but I'm pretty sure that's something that every father would do in that predicament. Um, how did that news hit you, Cheech?
2: Yeah, it was unexpected, you know, because um, you know he he seems to be a good wrestler. At the time, you know, I mean, when he was wrestling, but you know, now he was into acting and all that stuff, and um, everybody was talking well about him. You know, what I mean, I remember the last time, pretty much, it was a video that was went viral when you know, Kofi Mania was going on at WrestleMania, and I was there, and and I guess you know him and MVP, you know, they were watching, and and it was, it was dope, you know, but um. It's just crazy because you don't expect people to go out like that, you know, in mean, that p- particular way. But then just the fact that what, what affected me and hit me was, you know, like you said, the fact that his son, you know, and like you said, every that's like an instinct that you would do, you know, what I mean, and just thinking about being in that position, you know, what I mean, it just drives chills on your spine, you know, and. And it's pretty sad, you know. I'm not saying like I was the biggest, you know, crime time fan or whatever, but they got something, you know what I mean, for that period of time, and they had something going, you know what I mean, with the Tims, you know what I mean, Timberlin. They, they they had a little stick for a moment, you know what I mean. But as you could see, as human beings, they had different goals, you know. All you know after wrestling and different projects that they wanted to do. So they expanded, and and it was sad because it seemed like, you know, he was just starting his potential. But just to hear how everybody spoke about him, you know what I mean, and, you know, pretty much his last actions that he did before, you know, unfortunately, you know, dying, uh, is. It's crazy. It hits you, you know, not as a wrestling fan, but as a human being, you know what I mean? As a father.
1: Dre, what about you, my man?
0: Yeah, I was shocked, you know, and, you know, it's it's real sad that, you know, that happened. But, you know, I mean, I, I still can't believe it, you know, but, you know, I don't know, man. I'm still. I've, I've been at a loss for words for like a few days. Like I've just been on Twitter, reposting. Um, I've been reposting stuff, you know, just with him, you know, just showing memories of him. And you know, I'm glad that the WWE actually, you know, gave, you know, showed some love to his family and stuff, you know. And you know, he died as a hero. Remember, this is not the first time he did something like this. You know, he actually. Stopped the armed robber a few years back as well. So, you know, it's just, it, it's just sad. Yeah, you're that, right. Yeah, it's, it's just sad that it happened. And, you know, I just feel so bad for his wife and his son. You know, I just, man, you know, too soon, too soon, man, too soon. 39 yeah, years bro. old. 39, bro.
2: 39
1: is like, you know, here I am at 33 getting ready to go on 34, so you know, not too much older than myself. He, he's actually the same age as my older brother. My, my, my older brother turns 40 this year, but you know, 39 years old. Barely getting a chance to really go out there and live life, but I tell you what, for the time that he did have, he definitely touched a lot, a lot of people a lot of lives, and that that to me is is legendary. Doesn't matter doesn't matter uh, how how far the in ring work got. His his touch outside the ring has made him legendary. You know, far as far as a human being, man. But we gotta you know definitely gotta. Just, Let me uh, ask you this, big man.
0: Not, not to sorry. cut you off, big man. Oh, Let yeah. me ask you this. So should he? I think he should get the warrior award. What y'all think? I'm
2: with it. Um yeah hundred percent, you know.
0: It's just well deserved for him for what he's done, you know, saving lives. I mean, that's a hero. Hey, save my son first. I want my son to experience life. Come get me last, you know, that's that's big and you know, I you know, it, it just makes it makes me think like, you know, it makes it should make other people think as well. You should value your life because at the end of the day, it could be gone in the instant. You could wake up. Anything could happen. So, you know, you, everybody, my listeners, my juice boxes, everybody else just give thanks for, for being here. You know, just thank the, the Lord that you was able to wake up and, and, and experience a day. You know, I've always been the same told to me, like, always learn something from the day because you never know, like, anything can happen. You could walk out here and lightning strike you or a car hit you or anything, you know, so just keep living life and enjoying every minute of it and
1: never take it for granted. Amen. Amen. Definitely right on that, bro. Definitely right on that, man. But once again, our hearts, you know, heart, our love our condolences go out to his friends, his loved ones, anyone. That's that's had a personal you know relationship with them. My my heart goes goes out to them. I didn't you know never got the chance to have that you know haven't met them yet. But I will tell you guys this: I was actually working on actually trying to get them on the show. Um, th- that's that's the crazy part because it wasn't too long ago on this show that we actually mentioned Crime Time inside the Peabody Smooth interview and in the Trey Lamar. Interview and, um, also the, the Jocelyn Navarro, uh, uh, video, uh, interview. It's like we mentioned him three times, uh, far as, you know, either having that match go on, but yeah, it it was definitely on my bucket list to get them on the show. Um, unfortunate, but at the same time, that's a hero. And that's, that's all I have to say about that. But let's, let's move on. Move on on the show and let's talk about something else that happened. Um, well, might as well. Dark Side of the Ring, Owen Hart, the story. Um, that was something unexpected. I'm not, I'm not going to say it was unexpected, like far as far as the episode. Of course, we knew that was coming, but I wasn't expecting to get that much information out of that episode. I mean, some of the things I knew before and and of course a whole bunch of details came to light uh once again, just another tragic situation um of of a person going out there just to go perform a stunt and ends up losing his life uh it's It's definitely crazy uh how how the story you know definitely unfolded and far as far as the aftermath of everything like. I, did, I, I didn't originally know, uh far as with Owen Hart, the the type of release that Owen was on when coming down uh, from the Raptors. Did you know that, Cheech?
2: Oh, no, that was, you know what I mean? That was just as shock as everybody, you know what I mean? And if, just with that episode, you know, Dark Cell should be, you know, renewed for another season, you know, first of all, before I say anything else. But, you know, I guess Bis is going through some changes about how the programming goes. But that the the episode, like everything, you start seeing how ahead of his time he was. At first, you know, you was a little when I was a little young, when I used to see him, it was like, you didn't see that. But he was you know a beast, like he was doing some shit in eighty six, like you know what I mean, like, you know, I never seen I seen it dead after the fact, but he, everything the little bits and pieces, and just the fact that his wife, you know what I mean, over twenty years, actually face to face, you could see how she looks his kids, you know what I mean? It, it was just with that alone, you you had people's attention because you only heard, you know, and not so much you didn't hear nothing about what actually happened that night. <clears throat> but having Jim Ross, Corderas, the referee, you know, the yeah. actual wrestler that he was going to face that night, you know what I mean? Like, all this, it, it kind of takes you back because I remember watching that pay-per-view live, you know, that time. So everything it took me back and it, and it's just it's crazy cuz it could have been a lot worse, you know what I mean? From the the original plans, you know, somebody else was supposed to be attached to Owen Hart, you know what I mean? But she 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 wasn't like falling for that. She wanted like closure but or her way, you know what I mean? Like I guess she didn't have, the, of course, the wrestling mentality and stuff. That's why she, you know, so against him going again to the Hall of Fame. you know? But um, she had all the right, you know, to find out what she did. But to me, the fact that the kids, you know what I mean? Like, they actually spoke and everything that she did. Dude, it was, it was crazy. But you see him in another light now. You know what I'm saying? It's like now you wish, like, Fuck,
1: oh, man. What could it have been, you know? Yeah, man, definitely. And th- that's the, that's the thing about, you know, us as fans of wrestling. We see the wrestler, but we don't see the, the family man, the, 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 the family woman, the, the human being behind the character. You know, to us fans, well, this is the one mode they should always be in, but, you know, it, it it's definitely you know an eye opener, and I, I I don't use that lightly because I me personally I haven't seen what, what what Owen kids look like, period. You know, so that was my first ever ever seeing a glimpse of them. But you know, once again to for them the youth for them to lose their the father at such a young young age, you know, and having to grow up without one and um basically you know finding out how how it happened and everything that's that's traumatizing for a kid period but to touch on what you were saying Cheech, most deaf uh oh and own heart is hall of fame worthy but will it ever happen? No. Uh between between the mother and son, not gonna happen. But, you know, I definitely understand. What about you, Dre? Okay. Yeah,
0: I I'll I I, I first of all, I finally caught up. This caught up, I'm wasn't hey. behind. Finally caught up. You know, I've always been a week behind on this stuff, but you 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 learned a lot. You know, you learned a lot about, you know, what happened that day, what was the reaction from certain people, um Godfather, Jim Ross, um I was really intrigued. Like, y'all brought back up the harnesses. You know how Martha explained that it was certain harnesses that it wasn't supposed to, like, he wasn't supposed to be wearing and things like that. And and the interesting thing was what, um, I guess, when she said when she was suing him that you, you, she couldn't sue him and what, and, couldn't, and she sued him in Missouri because that's where it happened. But then Vince wanted it to move to Connecticut because a lot of the um the damages he didn't want to pay all that, so he countersued, talking about Owen breached the contract, and you know,
2: Patty,
0: yeah, that that's crazy, and you know he got a lot of slack because if that was me, and one of my performers died, and then to hear that, can we go fourteen? That bastard, son of a bitch, Kevin Dunn. Say, he's dead. You're on in five, four, three, two. Are you kidding me? Like, you care that much about a product when it's a dead man in the rain, blood everywhere, and you just scoop him up like he's a piece of trash? As much as this, this is the, the 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 profession we love, and we love to talk about it. Um. It, it has its bad things and you're learning you know watching this this documentary and learning from that it just lets you know that it's not a good it, it's not a it lets you really love it and you want to do it go for it. but at the end of the day, I mean it, it you just by watching that watching that episode lets you know that what kind of future you can be in if you're not a top star. Or you don't take care of yourself or you don't save your money. So, you know, it, you know, just by watching all that and, and how they were treated. And I can understand why, why Owen would never be in there. And I don't blame Martha for not wanting them to put his name in there. And he, they don't deserve it. You know, after watching that, it just, it really showed me a lot about how benchless man is.
1: yeah that's crazy. I mean it said instead of stopping the show the show show went on, but you know I guess, I do guess you think so. go ahead
2: hey uh, see my brother what to um do you think like the police you know they had the right to shut it down or whatever, but do you think that that was probably a pro- like part of the show you know, because, like you said like the show should have had stopped, you know, but but, like they kept going, you know. So it's, I don't know, it's crazy because at the end of the day it has to do with, you know, money and insurance and, you know what I mean, um, deliver something that you promised to deliver as a pay-per-view, whatever, no stop. And, you know, after 20-something years, you know, and... And it's so freaking sad, you know. To just go back and look, you know, the matchups. The oh man, it was it was a sad, bro. Like that was like it, the the season ended. You know what I mean? Like one and more, you know. And it's sad, you know. I, it was kind of not messed up, but you know, Bret Hart never. Reach, you know, answer back. You know, to be part of it. You know, and with and with that being said, the this the episode still came out like smooth. best out, you know, Jim Cornette could be whatever, but you know, you are seeing him break down, he used to you know manage him. It was it was intense and sad.
1: You know, yeah, man, definitely was intense. But, I mean, hey, Brett not being on it, I mean, that's Brett's decision, or what have you. But, you know, Dark Side of the Ring, once again, if Vice doesn't pick it back up, then I'm pretty sure Netflix will be knocking right on the door to make that a Netflix original, trust me. Uh, But, moving on, uh, on a happier note, let's get into some NXT and AEW. First off, Gotta give a huge shout out to NXT for once again having a phenomenal show. NXT has not failed me yet uh, thus far. That cruiserweight uh, tournament that's going on. First of all, we we end up having a sad. We end up having a sudden death three way for the championship. That's gonna happen next week because of this uh, week's episode. So next week we hit Drake Maverick. We get the race get... horse. What happened now?
2: That's That's my race horse. You know. Hopefully, like they listening. You know what I mean? Because the the story's there. You know what I mean? So hopefully they fucking go with it. You know, Kushida. You know what I mean? Come on, man. You you ain't going to waste a fucking Kushida a lot. You know what I mean? But anyway, my bad.
1: <laughs> no, you good. Uh, I mean, Drake Maverick, Jake Atlas, Kushida, triple threat next week. I don't know who's going to win. I mean, of course, I would like Drake Maverick to win. I mean, Kushida can always grab the title from Drake Maverick. But I would love for Drake to win just because it's a perfect ending to a story. And I'm going to say like this. God damn it. If Otis can get the money in the bank briefcase, Drake Maverick deserves a Cruiserweight Championship. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Of course, uh, NXT related. Now we know for the In Your House pay-per-view we're going to have Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. one on one, can't wait for that to happen. I think that's gonna be real intense. Uh, just just the fact that a great match. Speak on his juice, man. Speak on it. Ask him. You know what kind
0: of match I see? I can see them. What'd you see? Off. I wish it was fans. Oh, uh, this is a this is a match that needs fans. First of all, for the intro is goddamn, but. This, this, these two could put on a match like him and Gargano at, um, in Chicago. That street fight, probably one of the best matches of all time in my book. But I think them two could put on a match 10 times better than that. Mark my words. Watch and see people. I wish it was fans. I really wish it was fans. Oh my goodness.
1: And And then soon, yeah, real soon, hopefully. I think, uh, I think they're saying last September, we'll see.
2: Well, what about um, what it seems that's gonna go down? Um, Keith Lee versus Gargano, Gargano going in as you know, as a heel. He's gonna take some good bumps for the big guy.
1: Yeah, Gargano versus Keith Lee. Gargano is Hill. I mean, it's doable. We've we've seen Hill moments from him before, but you know the crowd end up just definitely you know cheering for for him. But he's definitely getting that Hill Hill out of him. I mean, I'm loving it. The whole thing with him and Candace. And then you got Mia Yim and Keith Lee. So I don't know. This is going to be good. North American championship on the line. I think that's going to be a, r- a real, real good match. Uh, uh, of course, looks like we're going to have a triple threat match. We're going to have Charlotte. We're going to have, um, E.L. Shirai and we are going to have the former NXT women's champion inside the match also. Um, So that's a that's a triple threat. Rhea Rhea Ripley, Io Shirai, and Charlotte also going down. That's gonna be nice. I mean, NXT was just pretty solid. I mean, Mia Yim, of course, going over Santana Garrett. The Roger Shrone versus Dexter Loomis. Now that was a very good one. I mean, this this Dexter Loomis character. I'm sorry, but this is this is definitely. Going to be big time once the crowd is back. I mean, it's it's already good right now with, with no crowd. That's just, just him, just you know, just interacting with the camera itself to us viewers at home. He's doing a great job, a real, real good job. And who knows? We may actually get uh, Team One Two, Danny Birch and Oni Larkin versus Imperium for those tag team championships. Uh, pretty soon, so I mean, anything could happen at this point. I just know that NXT put on one hell of a product this past Wednesday, and I can't uh, say say much more because I have to talk about AEW, which also put on a great show as well. The only thing I didn't like is we ended up with injuries out of that whole show because you know I I, I understand that we build enough for double or nothing, but. We gotta slow down, man. you can't do you definitely can't injure the talent I mean the talent has to be able to perform and unfortunately, Brett Baker goes down with a torn a c l
2: no man that that was so so messed up, you know what I mean like she you know she was getting a little um little sizzle behind her, but man. A C L. That's that ain't no joke, man.
1: It, it's sad. Trust me, I know all about the A C L injury. But yeah, man, it, it was definitely <laughs> sad. Definitely sad because you know, like you said, she was finally getting that little steam behind her because you know, on on the indies, she was hot. She was hot, like good, like hot fire. And then, in my opinion, it's like she had to transition from indie wrestling to, you know, being ready for television wrestling, and also, you know, being a television character as well. See, and that's one—that's one thing, of course. um, Of course, that differ—differentiates. I fucked that word so bad, but this is what makes wrestling, independent wrestling, and pro wrestling two different things uh, you know, you have to be you have to be able to not only, you know, work work in the rain, but you have to be be able to work a certain style and work a certain angle and also be a character. So there's a there's a lot that goes behind it, but it was just catching that steam man. you know, I was liking this side of Britt Baker and torn ACL because someone lands on her knee. I'm not gonna name any names, but And that was it. And then we had the spot. Also, Ray Phoenix looked like he got injured, but now they're saying that he's (laughs) cleared to go.
2: Do do you think they boshed that (laughs) that move? Like, you know, they were pretty much they supposed to be there for him to like, you know, kind of ease the (laughs) the fall. (laughs) That shit became a gift real quick.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a trending gift because it's like, yeah, they they should have been there to catch him, but you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe Ray Phoenix, you know, didn't jump far enough. I mean, it's either way you look at it. All I know is Ray Phoenix fell to the ground like a sack of rocks. Like, it was just splat. That's all I heard. I was like, damn, he hurt. I just know he hurt. But ho- hopefully, you know, Injury's not as bad and hopefully you know he's allowed to go on and perform at double or nothing. Um, what about that stampede?
2: The stampede
1: speak on the Cheech.
2: Yeah man, um just building up. You know, you haven't seen the Bucks, you know, for a few episodes and Adam Page. So, it was like, you know, the show leading into the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. You um, know, so you all know eventually something had to go down with all of them. But, um, you know, Hardy, you know, Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy in the main event, you know, against Sammy, the Hispanic God, uh, Guevara. And, you know, what I mean... They did their thing, but then all all of a sudden, boom, they ended up in the stadium. You know, Jacksonville Jaguars play football, you know, and, you know, only like they've been know how to do, you know, do different things and stuff like that. So, next thing you know, you build up. I didn't catch it at first. You know, I would like to go back, but I guess from far away, you got the camera angle, but you see somebody running. (laughs) <laughs> like, you know, some Rudy shit, you know what I mean? And running and running, and next you know, it's fucking Adam Page. Oh shit, but, <laughs> but it's like literally, he ran the you know, the length of the fucking field, you know? But the you know, it's different, you know I mean? The way they shoot it and stuff like that. So I don't know if there's gonna be any turns, but you know, it, it, I guess they they're good as in like um putting um exposure on a lot of wrestlers at the same time so right now you got you know the young Bucks, kenny omega Matt Hardy you know what I mean like a the faction so the faction's are always dope you know what I mean so a ring in the middle you know what I mean at the 50 yard line you know what I mean what they got is something crazy is gonna happen you know, when Jerick was there, which to me in the last 10 years, the GOAT, you know, I mean, everything he touches is gold, you know, and, um, you know, looking forward, you know, for the pay-per-view, the or nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it This should be a pretty, pretty okay pay-per-view. I mean, I'm not going to lie, in my opinion, the main event doesn't scream out, you know, I'm going to spend $50 on it. Moxley versus uh, Brody Lee. To me, Brody Lee. I'll app- you. Hey, bro, I got to keep it real. I'm, I'm just, I'm just talking about just okay, from a from a fan standpoint of watching the product. Brody Lee ain't all that hot. I mean, he's not. He he literally, literally just appeared less than ninety days ago. Think about that, Cheech. Less than ninety days ago, he appeared. Less than 90 days ago, he's only had, what, two, two squash matches, maybe three. He hasn't built anything for me, for for me to say that, oh, you know what, this is a, this is going to be a real good rivalry. This is going to be a real good match because the character itself hasn't, to me, won me over. It's, it's just a parody of a parody character, in my opinion. But, you know, he hasn't won me over. You know, if we're talking about win-loss records, so you're trying to tell me the guy with four wins or three wins get gets a title shot right off the back versus someone that's probably eight and two, eight and one. Yeah, I understand three and zero. You know, from set, but he hasn't had enough matches for me to be invested into that feud. If I'm looking at it just from a wrestling standpoint. That is nothing but Lou Copper versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm just being <laughs> honest. I'm just being honest, hey, bro. And I nice am
2: Yeah. And I'm being biased because I, I ran into him at uh the UFC when they were here in Cleveland. And uh, he was at Harry Buffalo and he was sitting by that time he was out with an injury and you know what I mean, so, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it was dope just to, because I know he's capable of a lot more, but like you said, you know, the parody thing, so like I said, it's just more like bias, like I'm trying to, like, block all that stuff, or whatever, but, you know what I mean, like, they, they have to put names that people know, I guess, you know what I mean, I guess, I don't know, you know, I'm, Trying to enjoy it for what it is, but if you dissect it like you did, JT, man, no, um, you know, <laughs> no. Nah, what you,
1: what you, what you think about that, Dre? The, the main event for Double or Nothing. Don't get me wrong. Having Tyson there is a great, great plus, which is going to draw in pay-per-view numbers. E- even if Tyson does the same thing he did with the whole Stone Cold. And uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, spot, and he, he knocks out the, the winner or the you know, the I'm sorry, the, the loser of the match or what have you. It doesn't matter, like, you know, that that's a good good buy point. But are you sold on the main event between Moxley versus Mr. Brody Lee? Juice man,
0: oh. Mm. Uh. I would say so-so. Mm, I mean, you just got to wait and see. You know, I mean, the name don't shout out, oh, this going to be a big match. Of course, the names don't shout it out, except Moxley, but you never know, JT. This might be a pretty good match. I'm just going to take it as a wait and see approach, I guess. You know, it could turn around to be the match of the night. You never know. So let's just wait and just take the approach. You know, I think that, you know, they realize that they're not. I mean, they want it. They're in competition. But they're not trying to. They're trying to be in their own lane. And I, I don't have a problem with that. You know, you know, we did agree on the parodies was a little too much. You know, but, you know. You know, it it is a little too much. You know, I want to see a more darker side of Luke Harper, aka Brody Lee. But um, you know, let's just wait and see, man. It might be a good match,
1: in my opinion. It
0: might be, it might be a good match. I'm just gonna take the wait and see approach.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not gonna be a good match for I me. Mean, I know it's gonna be a good match because they put on good matches before. I'm just saying that. The build up doesn't match the main event. If you get what I'm saying, they've only had two run ins. Count that. You, so
0: you're basically saying the build up is, is not there. No, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that it, makes it, sense. Yeah, it it doesn't to, to me. It doesn't scream. I'm I'm going to go spill. I'm going to go spend fifty dollars because it hasn't been enough build up, and that's 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 one of the things that AEW has been doing well over its time is building up feuds and building up matches. This just seemed thrown together. You know? Basically you're you're having uh Moxley face everyone that he's faced already in WWE for a title match. Think about it. He faced Swagger for a title match and he he's facing Brody Lee. But nevertheless, um I hope the match turns out good. I would love for it to turn out good, of course, because they're going to put on a hell of a match. I just the build up just don't you know doesn't scream to me. But who 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 do you think that the mystery the mystery uh, opponent is inside that ladder match uh, at Double or Nothing, Cheech?
2: Um, I must say, Brian Cage, since you know. He's been out with an injury. I don't know the timeline, but, you know, he's been out of Impact TV for quite some time. Um, I I don't know who else could, could it be. You know, it could be somebody from the Indies, you know. um, But as of now, me personally, I must say it's Brian Cage.
1: What about you, Dre? Who you think?
0: I'm gonna agree with with Cheech. I I I think it's gonna be him too, but knowing knowing the the wrestling world, it's probably gonna be somebody we never thought it would be, 'cause they always dupe us at the end anyway. So, but I think I'm gonna go with Cheech, and I think the same thing. You know, I'll just wait and see. This I'm actually gonna look at this pay per view pay per view. This will be my first full AEW pay per view I'm going to actually watch. Cause I, I'm really, so, you know, like, I've watched a lot of snippets of the other pay-per-views, but I'm going to really watch this full pay-per-view and I have my ways to get into the pay-per-views can, can uh, expose my secrets. Don't want any problems.
1: <laughs> Got you on that, man. Got you on that. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely. uh Banking for a a good show for double or nothing. Um, My pick, as far as that mystery opponent, I'm going to go left field, and I am going to say that the mystery guy is Jeff Cobb, and that's it. Got to talk about SmackDown real quick. Just just to highlight just a couple things. First off, I want to say, And actually, Dre said to me, he said that SmackDown has finally been getting good. And I agree. Between last week and this week, it's been pretty good. I mean, very good matches. AJ going over Nakamura. And then you had, of course, Jeff Hardy going over Sheamus um, with the roll-up. And then that Bayley versus Charlotte match. I mean, they're building up pretty good SmackDowns especially during this time. Um, uh, but what what was your standout moment from this past SmackDowns episode, Ray?
0: Um, I'm liking the storyline with um, you know, the Otis and them and the whole thing with Dolph Ziggler and I like that he got the money in the bank and um, you know how he tried to you know, he teamed up with Brian Strowman and then um he um he oh, I might cash it in. God, I'm not gonna do it, you know. Well, we all know at the end of the day you're probably gonna lose it to somebody anyway. But it's just fun to see that, and I love the I love that they're keeping this storyline going with him and Mandy. Like I've been rooting for that for a long time. Watching Mandy basically dog him, and then he got it. he finally got his girl, and then having a the whole storyline with him, Sonya Deville, and Dolph Ziggler. That I think that is great. That is awesome. That's been some of my favorite points watching it, you know, watching SmackDown lately. So, you know, that's what's been keeping me intrigued about
1: it. Yeah, SmackDown finally. I don't know. This could be a turning point. Maybe going back to the glory days because guess who has been officially, all this. Guess who's been officially traded to SmackDown? If that really even matters, but AJ Styles, he's officially a part of the SmackDown roster. Is he back or is he just there for the tournament? No, 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 no. It was it was announced by Michael Cole that he's officially traded to the SmackDown. The huh, first, the first of many trades. So we'll we'll welcome see what happens. Back. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, that that, that definitely works hopefully, you know, there's more trades. Maybe Chensuke goes to wrong. We'll see. But we got to get into this interview. We definitely got to get into this interview with PME. We took some time out uh, earlier. Uh, should I say last month? got the chance to talk to PME, to catch up with these guys, to see what was going on with them during the pandemic. Trust me, you're going to love this re-up episode. This is the second time we've had PME on the show. And uh, me and Cheech actually got to go two-on-two with P and me on this uh, interview. So you're going to learn a lot of new things. Some things you probably already knew, but you're going to learn a lot of new things about these guys, and we just have one bomb ass conversation. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. But we're going to get into it after this quick, quick break.
3: Hey, man. This is Pro Wrestling, Dad. Just followed you on Spotify. I'm looking to win some PB Smooth merch, man.
2: And next
0: one should
4: be hey y'all this is Brandy at Brandy Arts Tattoo on Instagram I'm actually PB Smooth's tattoo artist so that's how I found you guys I really really enjoy your podcast um, I'm a mark of wrestling also so I super enjoy it I listen to it while I'm tattooing I can't wait for more content and I was just leaving you a message to
3: say awesome job thanks yo know, i just want
4: to give a huge shout out to the marks with Mike's podcast
3: i enjoyed listening to the episode that i listened to with savio vega i enjoyed your guys's layout how you did a review of the week and uh conversation um, you guys talked about some interesting stuff about the current situation that we got going on numbers and all that Picked the mind of Savio, and uh, it was pretty interesting to hear what he had to say about this whole situation as well. So, keep doing what you're doing. My name is Joel. I'm from the Brink of Sanity Pro Wrestling Podcast. You guys keep doing your thing, man. Peace. Hello, my name is Andy, and um, I want to give a salute to the Marks with Mikes, um, I just got finished listening to the Savio Vega podcast, man. That was fire. So, um, Um, I'd like to congratulate you guys on a good show, and um, I'm looking forward for the next episode. Y'all have a good one.
4: Hey, guys, over at Marks with Mikes, this is PCarney87 over on Instagram, just reaching out in regards to the Big Twan Tucker giveaway. Keep doing what you're doing. Looking forward to the future episodes.
1: This is Prophecy from the Everything Show. Just wanted to call in and let you know... That I do appreciate the love and support that you've given me. And um, I love what you're doing over on your part because I am tuned in. I, l- I love what you guys are doing. Now, um, I'll always be a listener. I appreciate it. And you take it easy. Welcome back to another edition of Marks with Mikes. You already know what it is by the sound of my voice. That's right. It's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT back in this piece once again. And of course I'm rolling with my homie, my co-host, L Cheech. Now like we promised you at the top part of the show, we told you that we had a special guest. It's another re-up edition of the show. And of course, when we say re-up, that means we've had him on the show before in the past. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the AIW tag team champions. I'm talking about Philly C, Merino T. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Erotic City, it is PM. E, how's it going, fellas? Ain't
4: hey, nothing but love for you, man. Thank yeah, you for doing the hookup, man. With that, uh, I didn't even know you were doing something like that with the t-shirts, man. That's uh, really yeah. dope. That you, uh, you're gonna do some shit, uh, do that to help us out, man. Yeah, we appreciate
3: you that
1: know.
4: a lot, man. You don't have to do that at all. So thank yeah,
1: you. you don't but thank you, man. No, man, no, no, no. Trust me, man. This is this is definitely something that that you know I I, I want to do. For 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 the independent uh, wrestling community, you know, definitely want to do that. Thank well,
4: dude, do, doing things like that, man, is the little things in life that's uh, going to get us all through this bullshit. Like no matter what's uh, what's going to be on the other side of this fucking shit, rainbow crap that's going on in this fucking world. It's uh, we as a as wrestling fans, as you guys and wrestlers, as us, we all know. As soon as they open the gates, it's just going to be fire running, you know, asses, hauling asses, and everybody's going to be back to fucking us, I would say, would be back to normal. You know what I mean? I I feel like nothing in the world has changed with us as wrestlers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Fans and shit are uh, not there in certain promotions, but we're still there. You know what I mean?
1: Most definitely, man. Most definitely. Most definitely.
4: Good luck. But no, thank you, boys. Appreciate it, man. Yes, thank you. I hope you guys stay safe. Stay healthy. Yes, stay safe, man. Dude, I'm going to have to get back. Well, I don't know. It might snow tomorrow. I got to go fucking roof tomorrow. Whoa, oh, just stay safe. Roof. oh, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, it sucks. Roofing sucks, but it's fucking. You got, it's, you got to pay the bills, brother. Yeah. Get that stimulus check. Oh, yeah, I did get that. You guys still oh, working, right? but. Yeah, I oh, got man.
3: mine. Yeah, I got mine, too.
0: DM yeah, rolling sure.
4: deep in the cash.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Not really. It all went fucking south. As soon as I got it, I had fucking bills to pay. I got car payment and rent, right? Like back to back. So that fucking split up real quick. It's crazy. You guys work working
0: or no? Oh, yeah. I'm always yeah, for- <laughs> all all
4: Still going it. it. Thank yeah. God, you know? Yeah. Hey, it, it, in, in this time with, like, it just feels weird like nobody knows what to do man cause it doesn't feel like like when I think of pan, uh, like a pandemic I think of fucking, like, some fucking Resident Evil bullshit this just feels weird this just feels like your mom told you to stay and fuck home don't go out you have a curfew now be home when the lights are on you know it just feels weird yeah. Oh yeah, man, definitely, definitely
1: feel that, man. But hey, once this is over, everything, everything, we're affect.
4: like I said, we're just gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go back to normal. You know what I mean? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Far as yeah, far as far as the wrestlers, yeah, they don't go back.
4: To normal. As Far as wrestling and like wrestling fans, I feel like that's just gonna fall back into place. You know, the rest like, of the world, like, like you, never you never left. Like, like, exactly. Yeah. It's just like you never left. That's the way I'm feeling it. Because, like, if they say fans can go back to WWE, I feel like fans are just going to go back and it's going to go right back to what it was. Just fans interacting, you know. (laughs) I forgot to say, I do like AEW having fucking wrestlers out there. That makes more fucking sense of having some kind of noise. And then I didn't want to put everything on blast being like, oh, fucking the goddamn rings might. Maybe you don't have the fucking ref wear a fucking mic piece so you can hear the wrestlers talk to one another. That will be really nice.
2: Yeah. There's so much stuff that, you know... I'm Detroit's still trying re-watched. to
4: get out there, though. <laughs> 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 That's why I didn't want to bury him too bad. <laughs> I didn't want to bury him yet. I got to work there, then I can bury him.
2: I know next to you, you, know, they go back seven years ago
4: on his Twitter... Yeah, oh, dude, they would they would go back in some bullshit like that. Yeah. Dude, I, I wanted to talk about the rustling uh, Twitter after dark. Has anybody seen that shit? Bro, oh, I hey, see well, shit. Hey, I'm too young for like that, bro. <laughs> That's my bad time. If you don't get your fat fucking asses off these goddamn Twitter, you fucking rotten broads. <laughs> it was like god oh, damn dude, like I mean dude, dude it's yeah, like everybody like I get it man everybody rock out but when the hell did everybody just was like you know it, well, there's nothing else to do here's a picture of my butt cheeks <laughs> Such a horny I'm about to just take it a step man. further I'm about to just show my asshole
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> like,
4: <what? laughs> this man, is a <laughs> fucking straight asshole on fucking twitter here you go motherfuckers yeah. you feeling now yeah. Mr. Krebs yeah that was nuts i was like what the heck you know what i mean like and reno told me about that shit he was just like hey man you see this shit and i looked at it and i fucking scrolled and i fucking (laughs) looked and i was like oh buddy what have i been staring at for the last hour and a half fuck is this horse shit
2: yeah, I think I saw Eric Stevens, like in other words, telling him, like, instead of putting it for free, like you know what I mean, do a Patreon or something. If you want to sell naked pictures or something like that, he said.
4: Yeah, dude, I wish I was a girl to be like, man, you want to buy a naked picture of me for ten bucks? That'd be great. <laughs> fans only, time. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fans only, right? No creeps, <laughs> no, no creeps, just fans. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Hey, what do you call the guy that bought your underwear for five thousand (laughs) dollars?
0: A creep. Definitely Uh, a fan.
4: Oh, he's a super fan. Fuck. (laughs) That's why, uh, dude. If somebody wanted, I would rip my underwear off me right now for fucking some kind of money like that. I'll give you five hundred dollars for your ring worn undies. You okay? Got it. I'll shit my pants if you want like, for that kind of money. <laughs> you want to give me $500? I'll crap right now, brother. <laughs> on the spot. Tell me on when. Command. On command. Tell me when. Go. Get Three, the timer. Two, ready? One. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: if I'm getting something ready, bro, you splitting that 500. <laughs>
4: oh, dude, for sure. If, uh, for sure. Come on. We've been splitting everything fucking 50, 50, 60, Good
1: 40. For- on a happier note, Philly. Let's see your top three matches of 2019.
4: One of my uh, number one favorite matches is against uh, TDT at Smash in uh, Canada. That we had uh, we had a match with uh, TDT. If you haven't got the chance, check them out. They're the best tag team I think in Canada. That has been overlooked, underlooked, overcooked, whatever you want to whatever you want to say. That's my number one, if I had to pick uh, my 2019 match. But then, uh, the, like Marino said, Colin Cheech—they've been—they've uh, been there ever since we started, like at AIW. They've been like watching us like hawks, and uh, they've been been there riding our asses the whole time. But they're our greatest enemy and our Bestest friends, because there without these guys, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't have what we have. I think without the help of like Colin and Cheech and many other people that have uh, took a hand and gave a hand to help me and Marino with our wrestling, even if it's talking to us in the back or anything, because we try to stay uh, connected with all these people. So we can try to, you know, pick their brains. So I would say it was TDT and any match with Colin and Cheech. Because each each match gets better and better with them. Just,
3: uh, I was just watching a match with them and uh, Ryan Cassidy from Revenge. It was, I think, uh, November time. It just goes to show we couldn't have so much fun with those guys because we spent, like, a minute and a half of a match literally just fighting over a beer in some of the most, like, unique ways I've ever seen. And it was so much fun to be able to do that with them.
1: Yeah, I can the, – the, the thing about, you know, tag team wrestling especially, I mean, you're, you're able to not only feed off each other, but it's a – it, it, it's a teachable moment, and it's a it's almost in a sense of a of a tradition because just like just like those guys passed down knowledge to to you, you all were able to pass down knowledge to the to to the to the Bitcoin boys, and those are those are guys who are also new. They're they're new on the scene, but. Seeing seeing them in, in the ring with you all, it's almost like you're kind of grooming them, and, and in a sense, and it's, not, it's it's not to take anything away from them because you know of course everybody holds their own, but you know I'm just I'm just looking at looking at everything I've been I've been able to see as a fan, it's like man these Bitcoin boys are going to be pretty good once once they're able to you know get get the repetition in and be able to you know be be on the card more, but man, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a constant cycle or as, as the kids would say, you know, the, the, the circle of life, you know, uh, but definitely, uh, that, that was definitely one of my top moments. Uh, so let's, let's all, let's also talk about, of course, the, the, the elephant in the room, uh, the elephant in the room being that, um, there, there were a lot of shows that that were planned, of course, before you know this this shit called Rona messed everything up. I mean, I think Rona is the the equivalent to Joe Exotics uh, Carol It's Like, I can't stand coronavirus. I can't stand it at all.
4: Hello,
2: cats and kittens.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I,
4: I, I can't stand it. it. This. Uh being cooped up i like don't get me wrong i like uh i like relaxing and chilling and playing video games and stuff just as much as the next guy but you know can't take your girl on your own terms. (laughs) yeah exactly you can't take your girls out you can't go to the movies you can't you know do the things you used to do and then you take a if you all look back you take little things for granted by going, you know, like, just going out to eat or going to the movie theater or little things like that. Now that we're all, everybody's locked in, everybody wants to be out, but nobody was out when we were able to be out and to and appreciate it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's
2: like now you could look kind of at your bank account, like, damn, I used to eat a lot out, you know, I used to go to eat at restaurants and stuff. It's got. You know, for for some to some extent, it's kind of helpful. You know what I mean. You don't get to spend as much. Gas is cheap, but like you said, when it's restrictions put on yourself, it, and then like you choose to stay home, you know what I mean. It's like they telling you to do this, and all that, and it's it's fucking, fucking bananas, man. No, it's yeah, great, man. Uh, all
3: this time-
4: Go ahead, Marino.
3: Thanks, pal. I was just gonna say, it's just like with all this time, man. This, uh, it's a lot of time to really look at any bad habits you could have and turn them into good ones. As bad as this whole situation is, we can all find positives in it, like you guys were just saying. Yeah.
2: So on this downtime, have y'all been watching any wrestling? What's your thoughts on the, you know, no fans, uh? you know, um, shows as they still going on. And now that, uh, all of a sudden they are essential, at least in Florida, you know, we're not going to talk
3: politics, but, um, what do you guys think about the wrestling thing right now? Um, one thing I am going to say, uh, shout out to anybody, any of those guys who are still performing and, going out there in like a real tough situation in front of nobody, which that's what we all live for with wrestling is to perform in front of people. So to have to like change in this new tough environment and still try to put something good out there while also risking their own health for all of us is, I mean, kudos to them. Then that can't be, can't be easy at all.
4: No, uh, this, uh, this, uh, no, no fans and no, uh, people around the ring. I like it. I appreciate it for what it is. But at the same time it doesn't it just it's it doesn't have that one spark and like because the fans are the reason that has the spark. That's what makes wrestling wrestling is the fans. Man. And it's not crazy. having them yeah. is uh it's it's tough to well, me and Marino are used to wrestling in front of no one, so that ain't nothing new, but like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doing it on national TV is a little different. And for everybody around the world to see.
2: Yeah, definitely. Especially around Tampa, you know, Tampa weekend, you know, I was looking so forward to going down there and you know, checking the different shows and stuff. Yeah. But, man, I never would have thought. Once I saw that they canceled the NBA, then I was like, like, oh, shit, this, it's about to go
4: down. As soon as they started canceling everything. I knew we were just a matter of time. It was just coming down to it.
1: I mean, I had a... I... I had a gut feeling because it's like, listen, once once you cancel the NBA, uh, shit just got real because uh, the NBA next to the NFL and the NHL is one of the most most marketable uh, businesses across the world. You know, not not just U.S., but, you know, the world. So once they once they canceled the NBA, I was like, man. They're gonna cancel WrestleMania. I know they're gonna cancel it. And it was like, you know, when it happened, you know, I was I was more so I wasn't I, I ain't gonna say I was mad. I was more so up, upset that okay, what the hell is going on and how come and how come we, we don't have a handle on this, you know, as a country, but that, that's either here or there. I'm not gonna get into politics. But I was more so upset. It was like, damn! It's like a lot of these guys, uh, like your, like yourself, like you know, like like Philly and Marino, and you know, a lot of a lot of countless uh, independent wrestlers that that I've gotten the chance to, you know, have conversations with, getting the chance to know. It's like I instantly felt bad for all of them because it's like, damn! This pe- people don't understand, and it, this is what you gotta understand. WrestleMania, yeah, it's big for WWE, but that thing is just as huge for independent promotions and independent uh, wrestlers because this 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 point in time doing Mania is it, 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 it's a big time for independent because you're getting the chance to get fans from all across the world in one spot to come see you. And these are people that probably have never even checked out independent wrestling before, but because there's wrestling going on uh going on in Tampa and it's during it's it's during hours where, you know, of course, uh WWE's not running a show or, you know, what have you, or let's let's just say they're not going to this event, this this is their time to to check out these independent wrestlers and these promotions and get to know them. So for me, it, it was like man, it's 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 a bigger blow to the to to the independent wrestling community, to me, than, than than it was towards the WWE. I mean, of course, financially, yeah, it, it, it's a big one for WWE. But far as independent wrestling, it just seems like it hit a little bit more harder for the performers and also the promotions. I mean, I I don't know. I, I I could be wrong. I mean, do do you all agree with that?
4: I feel like it was a big hit. Everybody had their, like going down to WrestleMania weekend. That's what everybody called it. Then nobody called it like anything different. It's called WrestleMania weekend. Even though it had a million independent shows, it was just called WrestleMania weekend. It was, it's just, it was wrestlers, uh, weekend. You know what I mean? Is every wrestler in the world that is a wrestler wants to be down in that area at that time. and, not having
2: yeah. that. Now go ahead. it's like it was the our it's like our Woostock, you know, what I mean like the everybody gather, everybody's, you know, cool with each other, the bars playing, you know, the um, wrestling theme songs. It's just like a big old St. Patrick's Day, but a wrestling theme, you know.
3: Absolutely, man. It's it's everyone getting together for the same thing. And it's just one big party that goes honestly Wednesday to
1: Monday. And if you're like myself, you definitely party hard all those days, and uh all those days turn into nights and those nights turn into days. And you may you may sleep maybe four hours that whole entire four four or five days that you're there, but it's definitely well worth it because. Uh, the, the atmosphere and the people that you get to meet, the fans that you get to, you know, meet for the first time, and things, things of that sort. I mean, like even like like even for me, me and El Cheech over here. Like the first time we met was at WrestleMania in New Orleans, and it was like just just based off that moment, it was like okay, cool. It's like all right, here we are in the area where everyone has like mind, you know, a like mind. It's like we're all here for one thing and one thing only. We're here to enjoy some wrestling. I mean, and literally, it brought people together that you would have never thought would bring together. Like for me, I end up meeting people from from Germany. Uh, it end up meeting people from uh, from Switzerland. Meeting people from different parts of the country, having drinks with these people, uh, have, having parties with these people after, after leaving Bourbon Street and going to different strip clubs and. What have you? But that's neither here nor there, and, and I'm not going to let anybody know what else happened. But you, you get you, you get what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's just a very very fun time.
4: Oh, exactly! Like it's the best place to be in as a wrestler at that time is the best place to be because where else would you want to be as, as a wrestler other than WrestleMania itself? You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and a lot of them shows, you know, especially the indie shows, they're like sleepers, you know what I mean? You will be having some good-ass matches in, you know what I mean, everybody, it, you know, of course, WrestleMania is the main focus, but after the weekend pass, you look back on it and it's like, wow, because I remember last year, I was in, um, I went to New York, and um. I remember everybody was talking about the Swaggle against Big Papa Pump match. You know what I mean? It might have been nothing fancy or whatever, but it was just have people captivating. And I even heard I said people, some people say that it was probably the match of the weekend. You know what I mean? And a lot of people come out to WrestleMania weekend just for the indie, you know?
3: That's what I love about AIW, man. They always book the matches you never thought you wanted to see, and then you leave going, I'm so happy I saw that.
1: Oh, definitely. So speaking so speaking of A- AIW, uh, what, what are some future goals far as far as an in, in, in AIW for, for you? All? I mean, you, you're definitely the, the tag team champs right now. Uh, who are some future opponents that you want to definitely face as a tag team once everything is back up and running?
4: Well, of course, I would love to face the Rock and Roll Express, that's a, a given. <sighs>
3: One team I'd love to bring back up to AIW and get a chance against is the Besties. I think we have some similarities. They love to come out and have fun, play along with their entrance. But once that bell rings, man, they go from 10 straight to 11. Uh, what would be a dream match for you guys?
4: A dream match. Hmm. As in, like, anything's on the table? Oh, yeah, let's,
2: every, you know, everything's on the table, no matter where from, part of the world, promotion or whatever.
4: And that's a tough one, man. A, like, off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't know who would want, uh, like, a dream match or a dream opponent. I mean, I do, I just have my heart set on the Rock and Roll Express. That That's just, like, my my cup of tea. That's what I want, is a Rock and Roll Express match.
3: Man, if uh, if Jeff Hardy gets released in this, like, wave of cuts, man, and Matt can do indies, all I ask, man, just one Hardy Boys match, that's all I'll ever, ever need in wrestling.
2: Whoa, that's
3: huge. What about the,
2: um? I forgot, I don't know what the name, they changed the name, but... Uh, the rest, the the team formerly known as the Revival, now that uh, they
4: release uh, of their the duties,
2: <laughs> what is they called? Now? I,
4: I have also another. Uh, I think the Unholy Alliance, the team of Tajiri and Mikey Whipwreck, would be a uh, a really killer dream match that I didn't know I won.
2: It's funny that that one sounds that like it could actually happen.
3: <laughs> we'll bust out the pleather for that match.
4: Yeah, I'll bust out the baseball pants for that match.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely game hell. I'm definitely game to see shit. Uh, but, uh, so we, we talked about your dream match. We talked about some... Great matches, of course, uh that you've had over twenty nineteen. And uh, of course we've also also uh spoke on, of course, um matches matches that you definitely wanna see uh during Mania Weekend and how Mania Weekend is like the the, the big event, not only for, you know, the uh, WrestleMania, but it's big for the independents. Now let's talk about this. Um Speaking of, uh, wrestling, because this is a wrestling podcast, why else will we talk about anything else but wrestling? Um, so something big happened, um, yesterday and it, it it crushed me and and I'm pretty sure it, it crushed everyone else. Uh, let's talk about Howard Finkel, um. Legendary voice. I'm sorry that, that that was today. Uh legendary voice, legendary ring announcer. I don't think I don't think announcers oh, f- get that much credit. And, and and they should.
4: Good ones should. There's the there's good, there's great, and there's bad. Howard Finkel is the greatest ring announcer that's ever walked God's green earth hey. that did wrestling. Like yeah. he could, he could do anything. He could announce. He could announce me walking in my bedroom for crying out loud. It would have been great. Like the way the the, uh, the Fink would announce people, just always it. It felt like a championship match, no matter what it was. The way he, uh, even after you won, the way he said it, the way he just played it up, it was just. It's just the Fink. Nobody could do it like Howard Finkel.
3: Yeah, man, the Fink definitely just no matter what he said or who was in the match, he just made you kind of want to see it more. He made it feel like it was a bigger deal. It always felt like it was a championship boxing match, and it was just I don't know. Yeah. Definitely, whenever he
2: was on the matches, like you know, the match was important. You know, like like his. Then after a few years, he was more incorporated in some. Um, sets and stuff like that with, like, Jericho in the back and stuff, which it was fun, but but, uh, there's no other person that comes to mind, you know, other, you know, Buffer and stuff in UFC and stuff like that. Well, Howard Finkel is, you know, like you said, especially when somebody won the title, and, you know, it was just, he just fit perfect, you know.
1: I mean, for for me as a fan, that was the first voice, far as wrestling that I heard, to to actually introduce people uh, to to the ring. I mean, that's that's the first ring announcer that that I knew growing up as a kid, far as television. You know, that's the that's the very first one that 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 I could relate to, and uh, you know, it's it's definitely sad, of course, to to see that happen, and of course yesterday with you know all that talent uh you know being released it's 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 definitely tough but uh it's one it's 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 one thing that you know i i I definitely you know i i wanted to say it's like man my 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 heart breaks for everyone that that got their release the other day because of course it's unexpected it wasn't it it, it wasn't something that was pre-planned and I don't think I don't think any company is going to release that many people in one day, uh, you know, period, you know. But for for that to happen, it de- it definitely, you know, it definitely what was an eye opener for 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 some fans out there, you know, in Twitter land and what what have you. They 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 have their their opinions. I have mine, but I'm basically going to put it like this. Um Last time I checked, I I me personally, I've I've never managed a billion dollar company. Hell, most people most people have a hard time even managing their bank account for more than two months without falling behind on bills. So, I can't be the one to say that, you know. Well, 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 you know they they should have released this person and that person. It's like, well. My whole thing is I don't want anyone to get released. I don't want anyone to be without a job, especially during this time and this age of what's going on right now with this pandemic. The only thing I can pretty much say to that situation, just in my opinion is, is that I hope that everyone involved in that mass release is able to find work quickly and that everyone's able to bounce back and be able to feed their families. That's just my opinion. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but that that's, that's, that's where I'm leaving it at.
4: Well, all I got to say to that is just welcome back boys to the independent wrestling life. The thing about wrestling now is, uh, there's so many, uh, places for you, for wrestlers to go. There's not just the one place anymore. There's, you can go overseas, you can go here, you can go there, you can... There's AEW, there's NWA, there's there's places to go. So, it's like, you will still watch them wherever they go. If you love them, you'll watch them. Like, I loved Mac, Drew McIntyre. I watched where he went when he got released early on when he first went to WWE. So... Like, it is to me. I know these people are going to find other places and other things to do. Hell, half of them can open up schools for crying out loud. Half of them probably already have schools. And
2: just like you mentioned, Drew McIntyre, I still got my my Heath Slater uh, theory. You know, he's going to go in the Indies. He's going to do his
3: run, and He's going to come back. And get that strap. <laughs> He's got to come back super jacked first, though.
2: <laughs> yes, that would be super awesome. I'm like if he actually comes, goddamn, he got kids, you know.
3: <laughs> hey, man, they always say the comeback's always better than the first run.
4: Definitely, definitely. I mean, McIntyre uh, proves it.
1: Oh yeah, he, he, McIntyre definitely improved. I mean, when, when McIntyre left, man, uh he he was he wasn't as built and he came back and he's he's this massive freak. Uh you know, he had a great run in Impact Wrestling, a great run overseas and he comes back and he just goes rough shop and tears down the house. So it's 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 definitely something that that we'll we'll definitely have to wait and see how the situation plays out. Like I said, my thoughts and prayers are definitely with each and every one of those people that that were released, and uh, you know, and my whole thing is just just hoping everyone's able to to find to find work and find it fast. Uh, but I don't want to end the show on a sad note. I actually want to play a little trivia, right? So. We're going to ask three questions, uh, three questions. Each one of these questions is worth merchandise from your merchandise store that Marks and Mikes is going to go ahead and purchase and donate. Well, why am I saying donate Give away to random listeners of the show? So uh, it's very simple. Uh, I'm going to give you a question. I'm going to give you three answers to choose in between, A, B, or C. Of course, we all know there's only one right answer. Choose the right answer, and that goes towards a merchandise purchase. Three questions. You have a chance here to go three for three at the free throw line and get all three shipped out or, you know, two for three, one for three, however you want it. But we are definitely going to get some merchandise regardless to support the independent wrestling community. So with that being said, are you all ready to play?
4: I'm ready. Let's do it.
1: All right. Well, just to start off, none of these questions are wrestling related. So that definitely puts you all in a uh, predicament, but we're going to see. So you did mention, you mentioned music earlier. um, And, We mentioned video games, so I'm going to go pop culture, and let's do some pop culture. So, first question is... Oh, this should be a good one. All right. What year did the Nintendo 64 come out? Was it 1999? A, I'm sorry. A 1999, B 1998,
3: or C the year 2000. Am I good to answer? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'm gonna guess. All right, I'm gonna guess. Ninety was 96. One of the. My
4: birthday year, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, <Marie>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, bro. I was just gonna, my birthday year.
1: Well actually Well, to actually answer that question, that was a trick question. You actually got it right. The sixty four did come out in ninety six and ninety six wasn't even on the the actual answer, so that's one for three so far. So that's the first question. So you got Ooh. that. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So next question. Here we go. Uh, next question. And this is going to come from the world of television. Um, okay. Awesome. This TV show. Uh, was on Showtime, and it is a TV show about a suburban mother who has to sell marijuana in order, in order to uh, go ahead and financially support her two sons. Is the name of that show A, Weeds, B, Joint, or C, um, Roll Up? Shout Weeds Shout out to that mom. <laughs> All right. So we, we're going with Weeds, and Weeds is correct. That is right. Nancy bought one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so we got that one. Right. Score one
4: for the boy back home.
1: <laughs> Woo, go Philly. All right. So we're two for three. One more question, and this one should be, uh, a tough one, and I'm gonna actually dig for this question here. Give me one second.
4: Well, actually, if you look at it, me and Marino got one each, so actually we're two for three.
1: You're right. You're right. Two two for three. So here we are. We're, we're going for the the last and final. So let's. You're so good do this. at math, Philly. Really. <laughs>
4: I'm good for something, besides a hot tag. Woo! A tag.
1: All right, so last question here, and this is going to be a tough one here, and I really hope you all are able to get this one, because I think 3 3 sounds good here. Uh, So, and I'm actually going to switch this one up from pop culture and I'm going to go to um, movies, which is still part of pop culture, whatever. Uh, but this movie came out and it starred a comedian who was famous for stand-up. This comedian starred in this movie with another comedian slash rapper. Uh this movie has three three movies inside the franchise. One, two, and three. The third one just came out in 2020. It was a pretty big, massive hit. Um, Let's see. What else can I do here for this question? Oh, and also with this movie, the sequels are very spaced apart. Uh, I'm going to give you your three choices. Is it... A lethal weapon five, B bad boys three, or C is it uh John Wick? Bad
4: boys, bad I, I boys. say
1: bad boys. <laughs> All right, there we go. Bad boys three just came out, sequels to Space Out Far Apart. Looks like PME just went three for three at the free throw line, which means for Shoot. you month, we got That's why we're the P champs,
4: baby.
3: Put we us got, on Jeopardy.
1: We got three PME uh t-shirts coming out <laughs> for you all. When this episode does drop, uh, I'm going to post a question on Twitter and IG. Very simple instructions. All you have to do is simply follow the instructions. Subscribe to the show and leave us a voice message. The first three people to do it will be the first three winners of the merchandise, and we'll be sending that out to you all. But I definitely want to thank P and me for coming on the show. Definitely uh playing with us shooting the shit, of course, for this re-up episode. Uh, but let the listeners know where they can find you all at. Let's start off with Philly C. Where can they find you at on social media?
4: They can find me at Philly underscore Collins on Twitter. And they can find me at Philly one Collins on Instagram and Philly C. I had to get a new Facebook. My old Facebook locked me out because I haven't used that account in forever and I've got the password. Sorry, everybody. So <laughs> I got a new Facebook.
1: All right, Moreno, where can they follow you at? Uh, Twitter,
3: you can get me at Moreno Tenaglia. Um, Instagram, Mindo uh, Moreno. Facebook, Moreno Tenaglia, the Philly Moreno Experience, also on Facebook. Um, if you don't win uh, this t-shirt giveaway, feel free to go to prowrestlingtees.com slash the PM experience. Uh, just got some shirts put up there, too.
4: And please, so, yeah, if you do so. win this shirt, oh yeah, you can get some, he can get some, Marino, I hope you got some, but if you get these uh, nice PME one-of-a-kind t-shirts, I want to see them pictures, you got to send them pictures over. Don't send nudies, because my girlfriend will yell at me, so don't send those nudies, but send them those pictures of those t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> post,
3: post them when you get them, tag us.
4: Tag Marino. <laughs> Just play it safe. Then tag me. Just play, play it safe. Things. Tag Tag Marino. Uh, <laughs> it's all Marino's hey, fault. Try- I didn't do nothing.
3: <laughs> you trying to get me in trouble, bro? Hot tag. You're in.
4: Your turn. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man. The phone's breaking up. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's skipping. CD's skipping. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a bot the phone you have tried to connect is not you can't is uncompletable boys and
1: girls (laughs) i I mean i definitely man this is definitely a fun time fun conversation man it's always good catching up with you guys it's it's always a pleasure as soon as it's all over with we're all gonna have us some drinks and uh we're gonna have plenty of drinks, whether that's at Good Company or uh, the, 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 the Odeon or wherever, but hey, drinks are on me whenever we get the chance to definitely link up.
4: Well, boys, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys, and it's always a pleasure to talk to you people out there in the listening land, but, but I will be for sure grabbing one of those drinks because it's going to be a nice time once we can all see each other again.
3: Yes, man. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having right. us on. Definitely uh, looking forward to getting back to things and uh, can't wait to sit down and drink some Coronas. Am I right?
4: Uh. Boo! Uh. Boo. <laughs> Get off the stage. Get off the stage. What's <laughs> up with this airline food?
1: <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> About coronas, man. Maybe, maybe some Dos Equis, but I, uh, I don't know about Coronas anymore. <laughs> no, I'm going right, all the
4: way. No, I've been drinking wine lately. My girl gets me drinking wine. I've been drinking this fucking Moscato. I'm a wino yeah. now. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty good. It's good for you. This was she says too, but two bottles oh. ain't good for anybody.
2: No, <laughs> no. Definitely, Uh,
1: but until then, everybody, listen, wish you all some good times and good vibes. And, um, hey, if you can feel
4: it coming in the air tonight, it's gonna be Philly Philly. C
3: (laughs) and Merino T,
1: PME. And we are out, we're gonna catch y'all next episode, man. Appreciate y'all listening 100. I want to thank Philly and Moreno for stopping by the show. It was so much fun having these guys on the show. And, hey, it's very simple. The only thing you have to do after listening to this episode is leave a voice message inside the description link on the episode itself. Click on the link, leave the voicemail, send us a DM to either Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, The Book of Faces. And let us know the information. We'll make sure we, we send that out to you. I mean, like you heard on the commercial break, there are plenty of winners. I mean, one winner just finally received this t- his T-shirt from P.B. Smooth's uh, contest. It may have took a month and a half to get there. But, of course, we're dealing with this pandemic. But I'm to give a shout-out to Pro Wrestling that all the way out in Wells finally got his P.B. Smooth merchandise but it's very simple to win this pme merchandise leave a voicemail at the end of this show go ahead and click on that description inside the click the link inside the description of this episode leave a voicemail send us a dm let us know you did it and we'll send it out to you as soon as possible we have some more merchandise to mail out to some winners who have left a voicemail and that will be coming soon uh cheech what can you say about that interview well, I could say that
0: I was on a trip to the Poconos during this interview, but I heard it was a great interview.
2: It's a smooth conversation, you know what I mean? Two cool kids, you know what I mean? Like, they, you know, they're going to go places, you know what I mean? Like, they got the chemistry, and you know what I mean? Like, they're good guys, you know what I mean? Like, they're one of the good guys, and, you know, I you know, from AIW, you know, we talked from, you know, everything that they, you know, had planned at the time. You know, we never thought what was going to happen, you know, and, you know, how bad it was going to be. But, um, you know, it was a great conversation with both of
1: them, for real. Yeah, real talk, man. Definitely. Um, my favorite PMA moment before we close out the show. Would have had the been when they finally won the AIW Tag Team Championships. That was a beautiful. That's the match. Odeon. Yep. Yeah. The AKA AIW arena. Match. But before we get out of here, man, I definitely want to thank you all for tuning in, listening to this episode. Make sure you do follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on IG, on. Uh, IG and of course on Twitter and on Facebook. It's all the same. Marks with mics. That's M-A-R-K-S W-I-T-H M-I-C-S. Follow us there. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us, of course, a voice message or comment and we'll get back to you. Uh, Before we get out of here, we have to remind you all once again to wash your hands and wash your ass and use some damn soap. Yes, use some soap. And as Cheech always says, face to ass, but not ass. To face. Thank you. Good
0: night.